Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to today's uh, Outsport Podcast. It is the day before St. Patrick's Day and March Madness has started. Um, as we speak, there are two games in the books. No upsets, so um, your Big 12-5 upset with uh, Princeton and Notre Dame did not happen. Uh, Notre Dame managed to hang on when Princeton missed a last-second shot. So, so far with two games uh, in, the chalk is held, but uh, it's a long way to go. And um, I'm one and one in my picks. I took one of those 12-5 upsets and uh, it was wrong on that. Sid, how are you doing in your pool so far? <laughs> you know what? I didn't enter one. I thought I you entered the Outsports out. one. Oh, no, you didn't fill I it out. I forgot. I just forgot. Yeah. Well, you'll have zero points then, so I won't be in last place at least. Yeah. I mean, I listen – I, I didn't realize until like an hour ago the tournament had started. So I, I I have never, I've never not turned the TV on at 8 a.m. ready to watch the pre-show, and I just couldn't care less this year. I just, I don't know why. Well, I didn't get up until run the West Coast until halftime of the first game, but I fell out of bracket knowing very little about who's going to do what. So I, I put uh, two pack, the two pack, UCLA and Arizona in the finals because that's what I'm hoping happens because it'd be great for the West Coast. But honestly, well, I have no was, idea. What, Eleven seed made it to the, the final, so a final four. So um, who knows? Uh, Syracuse, yeah, eleven seed made it. Yeah. Um, yeah so um, this year the eleven seed would be USC could be the eleven seed because they won last night in that play-in <laughs> game. Oh boy. But, I'm sure they're headed for um, the final. Anyway, four, a couple minutes we're going to have on a pro wrestler Anthony Bowens and his boyfriend Mike Pavano. But um, we've had some, again another nice slew of coming out stories today. We had a really nice one by Graham Schneider, a Kansas track athlete who, you know, the middle of sort of red state America, um, has decided to kind of tell his story. And again, it's one of acceptance. We have uh, four out gay divers competing in one NCAA meet, and that's sort of a big switch. We we haven't had, you know, a lot of uh, – it's great to now write about events where out-athletes are actually competing. So I think that's really what's been really cool in the last couple of years. Well, it was fun. Yeah, over the weekend, um, you know, every few weeks, hockey bloggers come after me for saying that homophobia isn't as powerful in sports as – People try to make it out to be, and they just attack me for not knowing. And one of the, one of the ways that they attacked me uh, this past weekend was that one of them was from Kansas. And she said that, well, you don't understand Kansas, and uh, it's much worse there. And I said, oh, that's so funny. I'm editing a story right now of a college athlete in the, literally the middle of Kansas who has found nothing but acceptance from his family, his friends, his teammates, and his coaches. So it was, <laughs> it was just so perfect that she was – trying to um, lecture me on not knowing what it's like in Kansas, uh, and, and this guy has had nothing but wonderful support. Yeah, and again, as we've told people, we have never said that there are no problems. We've never uttered that. We've never said it still can't be difficult. What we've said, though, it is so much 
easier and so much more ex- accepting. People are accepted all over the country than it ever it's ever been since we've been doing this website. And so I think people want to stick to their idea that it's a binary. Nope, you're either it's either 0% or 100% and there's nowhere in between. And so then, you get, then they get caught up with these kind of weird semantics of, you know, like, well, I live in Kansas. You don't know what it's like. I'm doing an, an athlete in Kansas. And it's like, um, okay, change the subject. So, but there is a certain but, yeah, level and, of victimization people have, and they want to kind of cling to that because it kind of is, is an easier thing to say the whole sports world is homophobic, and therefore you don't have to really have to deal with it. Well, I, I think people, what, what they, they take it as when I say this stuff, and I say it over and over again, I'm relentless about it, Um they they think that I'm invalidating the fears that they had or invalidating their experiences of of homophobia and that's so not the intention. I'm a I'm a high school and college football official. I I hear homophobic slurs. It exists, but how we allow it to impact us in, in our community that that's that's the big choice that we make in in my mind. Well, that's a perfect segue to our two guests are on um, Anthony <laughs> Bowens and Mike Pavano. You guys you guys there? Yeah, right here. Technology success. We made it work. Um, so <laughs> let me give everyone a brief rundown before we dive into questions. Anthony um, wrote a fantastic uh, story for Outsports Tuesday about coming out in the world of pro wrestling. He is bisexual, and the catalyst for him coming out was a, a video he did with Mike where they had this really goofy, funny laughing challenge where they try to stop each other from, or, you know, you drink water, and then you try to hold the water in without laughing, and at the beginning of the video, Mike simply says, I'm here with my boyfriend, Anthony Bowens, one of Anthony's uh, wrestling mates, his closest friend, texted him a month later saying, why didn't you tell me, which caused Anthony's stomach to drop, Uh, but it turned out to be incredibly accepting, so Anthony then came out on a, a brief Facebook post wrote the story for Outsports, and Anthony, it seems like you've been getting a lot of good reaction. What's uh, what's it been like the last couple of days? Uh, the reaction's been pretty crazy. Um, I've been getting a ton of messages on every one of my uh, my social media platforms. It's very, um, some very, very heartfelt. It's kind of emotional that um, just a simple article can reach and touch so many people. Have you had any anybody say... Uh, something negative. Anybody in your life, and and I'm not talking about stupid anonymous comments on the internet. I'm talking about somebody telling you you're wrong or you're bad for this. Uh, personally, no. I mean, I've seen. I try not to really listen to what people say too much, but it's kind of hard not to to see all the the comments and the messages over the last two days. And there's a few negative ones here and there, but it's far outweighed by the positives. Well, Mike, when I first posted the Anthony story, I think your video had about 1,200 or so views. I looked just a little bit ago. It's now at (laughs) 73,000. So people are seeing it. Tell us a bit about, like, what prompted you in the video to kind of just say at the beginning it was your boyfriend because Anthony was on the DL, and um, so you just kind of just said it naturally, and you guys look great together. And so how would that all come about? Actually, no, it wasn't – as natural as it may have seemed. I remember um, we did like a couple takes because we kept laughing. It was just weird. We never really recorded before with each other. So it was kind of, you know, weird, I guess. But 
that was one of the takes. I was like, I don't know. Like, are you comfortable with me saying that? And then he was a little skeptical about it, but we said, like, we don't have to use it in the final product. So let's just do it anyway. And then when I was editing it, I just, I just did it. And uh, <laughs> he seemed to be cool with it. He said, whatever, like, let's just do it. I don't think that many people are going to see it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Anthony, was this? I mean, did you did you think about what the, the when when he said, oh, you know, mentioning boyfriend? Did did you think about what the next step is, the repercussions that this is? Oh, I'm actually this isn't just two guys kind of hopping in front of a video and, and no one will see it. People are going to see this and it's going to maybe change my life a little bit. Did, did you think about that professionally and personally? Um. At first, when we were, like you said, when we were making the video, I was kind of apprehensive about doing it in the first place, but um, I was kind of or semi-confident that uh, I didn't think a lot of people really would see it, and then I realized a couple months later, or at least a month later, that my name <laughs> clearly says with Anthony Bowens, and then at that point, there was no going back from it, but um, that's the reason why... I was so apprehensive because I wasn't sure what the consequences would be as far as um, wrestling. If if I wasn't wrestling, I probably would have came out a long time ago, but it's just there was always that feeling that I would make other people uncomfortable or they would get the wrong impression of things. And within the wrestling match, it's entertainment, so you're working with each other. And if another person isn't willing to work with you, they're not able to put personal things aside. It can make things uh, a little dicey. Well, so Mike, so Mike, on that, um, your uh, boyfriend is in a close, confined space with other men wearing nothing but underwear. Um, comment, please. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I thought I didn't think. Uh, I, I did think initially. I'm like, wow, like I don't know how I'm going to deal with this, but uh, it's really like I found that. Jealousy is not an issue like at all. He's such a great guy, and like I fully can say that I hundred percent trust no. him. And stop! <laughs> Don't make me smile. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. Honestly, I have no no worries about it whatsoever. But uh, it is interesting concept there. <laughs> Anthony, how did you t- tell us a little bit? Cause you know, so it's funny we got the reaction we got were. The guy looks familiar. I'm not quite sure who that is. Kind of tell us where you are right now in the wrestling world and, and, and kind of how you got there. Um, I'm about four and a half years in. I've been doing it for four and a half years. Um, I'm, at this point, I'm booked wherever anybody would have me. I've performed all over these, up and down these coasts. I've performed in Canada. I've had tours of England. Um, I'm working on putting together another one in the upcoming year. Um, I've done a bunch of work for uh, World WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment commercials. Um, performed in an extra capacity on Raw and SmackDown. Um, I've wrestled for them on NXT. They've flown me down to their performance center for a tryout, so I'm on their radar as far as recruitment. I'm not signed or anything. I've seen a couple articles say I was a developmental wrestler. I'm not. Um, well, yet. <laughs> Hopefully soon. That's the goal. Um, and I'm just at this point. I'm just continuing to, at least on the independent scene, build more of a brand and, and continue to build my name to make me more of an asset to uh, want them to sign me. How, how did you get into wrestling? Were you, were you wrestling in high school and college? 
No. Um, when I was a kid, I was into... Well, first I was into Power Rangers. But after Power Rangers, I found uh, professional wrestling, and I immediately loved it. I love the, the theatrical aspect of it, the entertainment value, the the, the performance of it. It just connected with me for some reason. And the over-the-top characters, I remember watching uh, uh, WCW at the time, and there was a guy named Sting. He was like kind of like, if you ever seen the movie The oh, Crow, yeah. he had that face. I, don't, we know, I know very, Sting, the wrestler. Okay. Yeah, he was very... I just thought he was super cool, and I just... From following him, I, I went a lot deeper into wrestling, and um, it became a passion. Then baseball came along, and um, I played that for, I think, since I was 10 years old all the way through college. And once I decided not to play, I had a fifth year of eligibility. In, um, in NCAA, you have five years of eligibility to play four years. Uh, I registered one year, and I had next year left, but I decided not to use it. And I was kind of losing my mind because I was used to being on the field for like five or six hours a day. So there was that gap where I just had absolutely nothing to do. And I was trying to figure out what I could do with myself. And um, at the time, my friends and I made like this goofy, they're not really wrestling fans, one is. And he's always said that we should make a little wrestling video. I was like, yeah, I really don't want to, but... One night before, I think it was Hurricane Irene, and nobody was around, we decided to, to make a video. And it caught on, it kind of, or at least locally, people thought it was funny. And the the take from it was people people were saying, oh, you're, you're pretty good at this, maybe you should actually try doing it professionally. And um, I thought about it, I started researching schools, and maybe about a year or so later, I went to um, my local gym where when WWE is in town, a lot of the roster guys go there to, to work out for the show. And I was in there just running around, meeting people, taking pictures. <laughs> I was so excited. And um, one of them, by the name of Santino Morella, a uh, wrestler from uh, from Canada, he, I wasn't going to bother him. And then I decided, ah, screw it, I'll just go ahead and ask him for a picture. And I did. And as I was walking away, he stopped me. He goes, oh, you know, you're, you're pretty big. Have you ever thought about becoming a professional wrestler? I was like, well, yeah, I'm researching schools. I've been trying to figure out where's, where's the best place to go for the last year or so. And uh, he goes, hold on a second. He pulled out his phone and gave me the number to uh, Pat Buck, who's the owner and head trainer of WrestlePro, which is my main company uh, based out of Rawway, New Jersey. And uh, a week later, I started training. Now, you're a good guy in the ring? Baby face, you said? Yes, currently I'm a yeah, I'm a baby face, a good guy. I started off as uh, a bad guy, or in wrestling terms, a, a heel. And only because I'm naturally, not maybe not so much anymore, but I used to be super, super shy. And I would just feel bad sometimes. There's some people I just wanted to like, <laughs> curse out or say something like it means something mean to, but I just didn't have the heart to. But as a bad guy in wrestling, that gives you the, the open platform to literally say whatever you want to, to to people in the crowd because that's your job is to get them to hate you. And it was such a great uh, <laughs> a great release for me <laughs> just pissing people <laughs> off. And um, the more I started to do um, 
meet and greets before the show with fans, I started to notice it was more kids coming up to me and saying, oh, you're great, and all this other stuff. And I made um, a conscious effort to kind of turn that around and become more of a of a good guy so I can be more of a role model to these kids. Because I can't, I can't be walking out there and flipping people off and and <laughs> pissing, yelling at old ladies while these little kids are there. It's not the best example to be setting. So I, I much prefer being a good guy. It's entertaining. Michael, have you, Michael, have you become a have you become a wrestling fan or, or were you before? <laughs> well, I grew up with two older brothers who were into that, so I I was I always watched it when I was younger and was into it and would always like play around with my brothers. And then I stopped. And then Anthony came around, and I was like, oh wow, like this is still going on, like it's still a thing. So I got back into it, and I'll sit there and watch it for like three hours and. I'm like, wow, like, yeah, I, I make him enjoy that. <laughs> <What? laughs> most of it, most of it. <laughs> so, Michael, tell us about your first date and how did you like, how did you guys met and what did you do and what was it like to know, shit, this guy, like, is is a, a pro athlete? I didn't let that face Entertainer. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let him intimidate me, that baby face. <laughs> I uh, we met. It was actually the night before my birthday, um, last year, and at first, like when I saw him, I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like he's huge. This is weird. And uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't really call that a date though, because we kind of just met, and I was with some friends, so we uh, we all sat down and we were just you know having a couple drinks and just getting to know each other. But uh, that very night, we wound up hanging out for, like, the rest of the night and, like, into the next morning just because we, like, bonded so well and we started talking, getting to know each other. And then um, our first date was probably at this little uh, cafe by my house where um, we went uh, just as friends. And uh, we just had a really nice time and got to know each other even more. I, uh, I I see Michael that you know because a few people were like oh we I know Michael Pavano he's a, a kind of a, they follow on Instagram he's got a lot of Instagram followers and you post about every other day on Instagram what uh, how did you get how did you get so into Instagram I mean I I I I, I appreciate all the updates and, and I also the follow up question I guess is who does your body paint because that gold Batman's pretty cool um, <laughs> yes actually I have a really good friend who is an amazing face painter and body painter and. She uh, she's just all around talented, so she will uh, paint me here and there when I need a favor. And uh, one of them I actually did myself, the uh, Finn Balor one for uh, Halloween this year. Well, the last year I uh, I painted that one myself. So um, I have a decent amount on Twitter, so I kind of cross promoted myself and had people follow me on Instagram from Twitter and intertwining Snapchat in there. And, I don't know, it was just always something that was kind of cool to me, being able to uh, associate with these people through the interwebs. Well, yeah, you were kicking Anthony's butt in, the, in, in Instagram followers until the story came out. Now you're trailing. Oh, don't remind me, please. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, we were just talking. He's like, oh, I really want that K next to my name. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, you got some time. And then, like, two days later, he had it, and I was – I was super happy for him, but he knows that uh, there's a bitch of jealousy there. <laughs> well, because it looks like hey, you got about 9,000 followers since the story ran. 
It's in, that's yeah, so it's, cool. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like I was, we were talking about before you even approached me about the article. I was talking about it last week. I was like, I wish I just had more of a more of a voice to just to, right. to speak to people and, and reach people. And um, <laughs> a week later, it's it's growing. It's it's pretty crazy. Do you, does your does your level of competition uh, that the two of you obviously have between each other does it seep into other things like do you play video games a lot or do you uh, uh, you one on one basketball or you go bowling and it becomes a a, a, oh, a, yeah. a, a brawl yeah we I we play a lot definitely <laughs> we try to or at least I've tried to stay away from doing too many like board games because I know I. <laughs> probably be at each other's throats or something, but we <laughs> we play we play video like Call of Duty or um, we actually just had a game night with two other couples, which was the night I um, I came out on Facebook and we destroyed the competition. <laughs> yeah, we were on each other's team, so that was a that was a change of pace for once, and we actually beat them by a long shot. So I mean, mostly because of me, I carry the team, but <laughs> he did a great job. <laughs> but what game? Um, we played a few different games. We played, um, what is it called, Cards Against Humanity. Um, I forgot the name of the other game. It was a very strange game. We had to, like, write pictures down. It was kind of like telephone, but with drawing. So it was a, it was interesting, but uh, we won. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So, 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 you're, so you're more competitive together. You like to, you like to compete together instead of against each other. If we have the opportunity, yeah, that. but when it's just us two most of the time, we're just, you know, constantly battling with each other. But we, we always laugh it off anyway in the end because of how funny we sound when we're doing it. So it's not like it gets lethal. And do you, do you live together well, now? No, we do not. I live at home with my parents, and uh, he does as well. Man, it's, right now it's the it's the transition of making sure I have enough uh saved up financially to get out of the house, but he's over here yeah. so much, it's kind of like he lives here. <laughs> well, I, think, I see on your your uh, Instagram thing that you're the basically one of the models for the Under Armour Amateur Wrestling Catalog. I, are you the Northwestern guy on the cover or the Jackrabbit? I'm all three of them. <laughs> yeah, we did oh, that. Oh, so um, that's your... Uh, <laughs> That's you in the singlet, okay. Yeah, we did the... Um, I forgot when we shot that. It might have been a year and a half ago. And honestly, I didn't I, I didn't really remember that I did the shoot until um, a, a buddy of mine, uh, Russell, said his, his friend was at the New Jersey State Championships in Atlantic City. And uh, he said, I think I was on a banner or something like that. And I was like, What? And I completely forgot I had done the shoot, so I did some research and found um, found the 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 Under, the Under Armour catalog on Google. Uh, so, so what's next for you, Anthony? Like, what, what's what's the next step in your career? Like, what uh, what are you what are you aiming for in the next couple of years, or or even just the next couple of months? Like, how how do you how do you take the next leap, and uh, what's the next step, the next couple steps? Um, basically just having a lot of patience, um, between wrestling and I'm starting to get my feet wet in the acting world. Um, uh, the goal 
wrestling-related would be to uh, sign with WWE at some point in the future. Um, I'm also open to, you know, there's uh, Impact Wrestling, which is the, the number two competitor to WWE, or there's um, uh, New Japan, and, and um, obviously Japan. <laughs> I would love to go over there and perform. Um, Acting-wise, I just, this past July, shot my first uh, commercial independent of wrestling for uh, Optimum Online, which is the tri-state area's leading uh, internet service uh, internet and cable service provider. Um, so I'm trying to... I mean, I had a bunch of castings, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, the, the right way of going about things and hopefully land something pretty uh, something pretty cool that kind of boosts me up. So I have a lot of different things going on. Um, even outside that, too, I help uh, volunteer the, the baseball team at my alumni at Montclair State University, I do editing and blogging at Major League Baseball Network in Secaucus. So I'm juggling a lot of different hats. I'm just trying to figure out which one, you know, which door opens first. And Michael, what about and, you? I see uh, you're, you're, a, you're a trainer and, yeah. a, and, and and actor. What, 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 where are you headed next? Um, I am currently seeking representation because uh, I took like a long break for a while. Um, and, but I definitely feel ready again to uh, get back into it. I am currently personal training at a fitness factory in New Providence and uh, have a, about 33 clients right now, so that's taking up most of my time during the week. And I'd like to get an agent and hopefully you know, go on auditions for the weekends and stuff. Um, I just did this campaign for this company called Manhattan Portage where we – uh, shot. We did some shoots in the city for the. Uh, they do like messenger bags. So I think I'm actually on a couple posters at the retail stores in China. But uh, that's about that's about it for me right now. Just trying to seek representation. <laughs> well, and Mike's going to do his his own story for us. Um, by I went gave sent you my my notes in the first draft. It's really good. And so my goal is to get you to the K in the uh, in the Instagram followers. That would be amazing. I mean, it's not – I don't want to sound superficial, but that would be so cool. Well, that will be our mission to get you 2,012 followers, and we'll get you to, to, to a K. <laughs> That's awesome. We We joke around with that, but it's like I don't think there's any bigger blessing than um, – just being able to to help people, which is I I think I wrote it somewhere in the article. Like when, at least when I was a kid, I wanted to grow up and at least help or make a difference in at least one person's lives. And after reading all these emails and um, I haven't even gotten to the, the the direct messages on Instagram yet, but I think it's writing the article has been worth it basically, and I think it will be for yeah. Mike too once he puts his out. Well, we hope you guys can join us in Denver in, in June. You'd be, you'd be meeting a dozens and dozens of other LGBT people, people in sports, and we'll have a lot of competition going on there. Oh boy! But yeah, that sounds really that sounds really cool. I've never been to Colorado before. Are you sure you want us there? There's that much competition. <laughs> Might be brawl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you ever seen Sid and I together? We have bets on everything. I st- I owe you lunch, Sid. Right? I got to pay off pretty soon. <laughs> right. Sometime in April, we'll get, I'll get you. Oh, that's great. Well, I want to thank you both for joining us. And Anthony, it was 
a random Facebook friend request last week that started this all. So kind of funny how that kind of stuff works, but just want to wish you both the best. And hopefully we'll see you in June, but we'll definitely uh, be aware of each other. And, and thanks for all you guys are doing. Of course. Thank, no, you, thank you guys you for so having much. us. Maybe we'll have a game night one of these nights. <laughs> all right, it's on. I'm on for Catan. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Right, bye, guys. Thank you, guys. Right. Bye. Well, Sid, that's uh, it's good to have a couple on. We haven't, you know, I think that's part of the the, the thing these days is that you know it's good it's good that people are living just regular lives and care and love each other, and that's the kind of stories that we want to tell, and we'll be telling more of them. They just keep coming our way. It's uh, uh, we would have to try to not tell them at this point. This, the 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 stories of acceptance and love in sports. Well, and I, we won't tip off too much, but uh, we kind of stumbled across two people on the same team that we think we'll be doing a story on. So that's that'll be a first. And I think that's just one of the great things is that people are more and more open, and especially with sites like Face uh, Instagram, um, Facebook, and whatever. So. Um, Anyway, that's all the coming out we have time for. I know I will have beaten Sid in the NCAA pool because I got at least one point and he has zero, so my day is complete. So anyway, we will talk to you next week.